0: Jesus Christ, I write the word sex so many times.
1: What if he was named Sex
0: Smirky?
1: Beat me to it. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Opa Gundam style, everybody. Welcome to Walku Robot, a normal podcast. I'm Max Ow. and I use he and pronouns <laughs> with me as always are
2: these two fools.
0: I'm Julia, I use she and her pronouns. I'm
2: Jared or Jay, and I use he and them pronouns. Uh <laughs> hmm.
1: the the situation is progressing is all I can say about this show.
0: Things are yeah, the plot uh, is advancing. happening. The plot
1: <laughs> they weren't lying. That plot sure can advancing. Uh yeah. we've lost a beloved friend by the name of Zex Merkey and we have gained a beloved friend by the name of Milliard or Peacecraft, two very different people, you must understand.
0: Yeah, and if Rest one of us does in fact me. say the word Zex uh and the name Zex in any of th- further episodes, um, and there's, please yell at us, because we're wrong.
2: <laughs> there is one time, one exclusive time during these episodes where it's acceptable. Mm-hmm.
1: But That's valid. But in a perfect uh, but world... That beyond
2: beyond that, I think... Yeah.
1: In, in a perfect world, I would take the time editing to, like, if any of us do say Zex, I'll just, like, make a fucking Microsoft... A, please like, just go... Miliardo. Skull <laughs> trumpet. Yeah,
2: skull trumpet. Like, Nana Roy
1: i mean Jesus. in a perfect i might maybe if we're really on the ball and don't say zex that much that'll make my life easier and i'll only do it a couple times if i don't do it don't get yeah. my ass this is me saying it might happen while recording when i edit it, it might be a different story i'll be fucking tired who knows yeah get i certainly
2: ass. won't because i'm a consummate professional i've been running a radio show from 6 to 9 a.m for the last two days and i have to do it again tomorrow so
1: yay I love having to also sorry in
2: advance to listeners in case I do go robot mode because I'm
0: I'm working on just god awful Wi-Fi. I'm trying. I promise. I know. I also had a really tough day. (laughs) I spent literally all of it playing Guild Wars 2 and like I agree like it's just been really tough lately.
1: I'm looking directly (laughs) into the camera. (laughs) Hey, remember remember when Guild Wars 2 came out and like we didn't sleep for a day.
0: Uh Uh-huh. That was good Yeah, times. and then it turns out that no. <laughs> uh, my girlfriends all play it, so I'm playing Guild Wars again.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh! Hey, I mean, extremely I can good. think of not many better MMOs to play in this current day, so
0: That's good very true. Could be worse.
1: Could be worse. You, you still those uh, the little little brain people? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: all right. Let's get into it. We got episodes to talk about, as usual. Um, I have the first summary of events of this week. <clears throat> We're talking about New Mobile Report Gundam Wing. Episode 19, Assault on Barge. Miliardo wakes up on Dr. Wiley's freighter ship, and it is revealed that he was one of the engineers who originally worked on the Talgees and has fitted it with atmospheric escape thrusters so he can join the battle against Oz. Uh, Dr. Wiley worked on Talgees. is escaping to space, obviously. Um, in space, Un continues her campaign of quote-unquote peace, further convincing the colonists that Oz are the good guys. Her kind and peaceful facade breaks when she receives word of a Gundam in a capsule, and she orders it to be captured. Death Scythe, the Gundam in question, is no match for the Tauruses, and is captured along with Duo, leading Hero to break Duo out. They end up escaping with the help of Shenlong, who is also damaged in battle, but they have to leave Death Scythe behind. Uh, is good. A lot. Hey, Lady do you know this show is, what's, like, what's really good?
0: What's the deal? Hey, hey, Lady Un? You good? What's the deal? Um, well... <laughs> She's going through some stuff <laughs> Damn she sure is This, this is... girl has mm. At least two sides to her And I can't say that's not true
1: Fucking look I'm cursed to kind of like All the shows I watch For my podcasts always are sort of like Bound by fate in a way mm-hmm. Because obviously I mentioned this several times The main bad guy in Yu Gi GX is voiced by uh, Takahito Koyasa, who's also the voice of Milliarda who's also the voice of fucking Dio Brando that's one thing but now to like that main villain and also now fucking Lady Un have like kind of a Harvey Dent situation going on it's yep. a lot to fucking handle it's a lot everything happens so much
0: it sure does when it comes to Un and uh the thing of it is though it kind of fucks <laughs> like <laughs> it's good because it freaks me out I don't know what the deal is yeah, she's, it's really interesting because at this point we still aren't sure if she's playing or if she's like actually good. The show is being very cagey about it.
1: All we can say for sure at this yeah. point is that she's, that's all. True. Yep. Just she's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the episode starts out, Miliardo's neepy.
2: Yeah, there's a, a new intro narration and uh, and then we get uh, yeah. Miliardo looking at a new unfamiliar ceiling.
1: Okay, a fucking let me escape Ava for one day, please.
2: No. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> uh, he's awake and ready to shake now. He's alive and ready to jive. And fucking Dr. Wiley is here, who was hanging out with Hero and Duo at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. What's this
0: guy's deal? Uh, he's just a fan. Yeah, okay. I he likes it. robots. Hey, me too. <laughs> Can't blame um, him. We do have our good buddy Milwardo mm-hmm. hanging out in his cool red tank top. The t t-shirt with his sleeves rolled up, but it's like, it's a very different vibe from his normal attire. Wait, shit. Oh my god.
2: Hey, I got does, it. I cracked uh, it. Where does Miliardo keep his armies? He keeps them up his sleeves.
1: <laughs> okay, here's the thing.
2: Fucking. <sighs> here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. Char Aznable. Oh Gundam. god. Quattro Pagina Zeta Gundam. Different identity. He loses the sleeves. Oh shit. What could it mean? Yeah, hey, I leaves leaves think Miliardo's the shark clone him. of this of this series. <laughs>
0: wow, I, I think you've cracked the code. I
1: cracked? <laughs> I've done it.
0: I figured it out. Much like that friend on Reddit who has decided that he's <laughs> the only one who understands that Gundam's about politics, you are the first to this assumption. No one has ever, ever come upon such a thought before. Does anyone
1: else? Is Gundam politics? I love Reddit. Never change. This website's fucking free. It's free. Uh Doctor Wiley mentions how he was involved in designing the Tall Geese. Uh, so I guess he's like presumably in a similar league of the other five Gundam Engineers. I'm gonna call him Dr. Wiley because that's who he is until oh, I, I do out. want to mention
2: <laughs> just his his uh-huh. actual name is Mike Howard. It's the most boring ass name. It's Howard, yep. But I I tend to call him Jimmy Buffett in my notes because he's always wearing like a tropical like button up shirt. Mike why is he that's the fucking most boring name yep that's not even a number thanks
0: Gundam that's not a number I don't care if his name's not a number so he's picked up the toggies at this point Mm -hmm. he's fixed it up it's now equipped for space travel Mm -hmm. Um, and our good boys decided he's gonna head off into space just like our our youngsters did previously
1: yeah it's interesting Uh, Jimmy Buffett Dr. Wiley, Mike, Michael Howard, uh says outer space is go undergoing a rapid, drastic transformation, and like people like you are needed. So presumably he kind of knows who Miliardo is, and he's like,
0: Yeah, you, absolutely. you definitely have
1: the skills to pay the bill as it were, here. Like, if anyone can go out and enact change, it's probably the guy who won't get killed by this thing.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, we we kind of need all of the superhuman robot piloters mm-hmm. that we can get to stand up against Oz, even if we're not so sure what they're doing at this point.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's five against a lot right now. So Yeah, and
0: it seems like you are no longer their friend. So I would like you to also be helping us. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Please and thank you.
0: <laughs> Please.
1: Um, so the next we cut over, we get this narration of Oz is taking over space. Of course, Lady Un is in girl boss parentheses nice mode right now. Uh, she's kind of like successfully. uh, she's talking
2: the talk and doing the walk it's really satisfying she's like actually following through on all of the things that like trey's clearly wanted her to do which was to win people over through conversations rather than violence how to win friends and influence people
0: the lady on story
2: (laughs) the lady on story
1: um she's successfully kind of won over all the heads of the colonies by this point like we don't really see anyone else being like, hey, I think Oz is bad. Like, that's a fucking moot point now. Like, everyone's drinking the Oz Kool-Aid. Uh, oh, yeah. And they mention th- the Space Fortress Barge. I was very confused about this, and I still kind of am. Because I couldn't tell if Barge is just a colony. Or if Barge specifically is Lady Un's, like, silver Star Wars Episode One I- looking ship.
2: Do we know? I, so- we know? I think it's supposed to be the latter. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like... It's not a colony, and it's but it's bigger than a normal ship, I think, because it's like
2: okay. No, it's just kidding. I looked be it more up. like personal transport from trays. I've, isn't
1: it? I've looked it up. It is so it looks like a colony. It has the round thing. It has a little bar going across it, but it's not a colony. It is a lady un's ship is its own thing. Apparently, cool. the official That's out. Okay. the official translation is bulge, which isn't great. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna call it barge because
2: <laughs> that fucking rules. Fuck I don't want to.
1: I don't want to call it bulge. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, that that makes a lot more sense. Oh, episode over. <laughs> um, which interesting though, because we definitely see people. I, I thought civilians are on barge. Was
0: maybe maybe it was a colony that got turned into a space fortress? Who fucking who knows? It's yeah, it's one of it was one of Oz's space fortresses. Okay, okay. So uh, yeah,
1: that um, would explain why
0: it sort of looks like one.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, okay, I believe that. Um, as she's talking to people, being very very nice, a soldier walks up to her and, and says, "We have the item in question." Uh, and and he mentions like, "You're going to talk with His Excellency Trays." And this kind of like snaps her out of something. This these entire set of episodes, it's unclear what has happened to Un. It's very concerning to say the least.
2: Yeah, yeah her eyes just kind of glaze over, and her personality like fully does a one eighty. Mm-hmm.
1: She becomes girl boss derogatory. <laughs> whenever this happens
0: yeah they they jump back to barge and she's uniformed up and she is fully the old on again
1: mm-hmm. you know what i think it is i think <laughs> her they... braids are tied so tight that it cuts off the oxygen to her brain and then she becomes rude
0: <laughs> it makes sense <laughs>
2: that's how it happens that's right
0: <laughs> lady Anne does says some stuff that's like not great
2: Oz has uh, spotted an HLV carrier, and it seems empty, and they send out some Leos to check it out, as well as some Taurus uh, mobile dolls. And uh, mm-hmm. surprise, Death Scythe pops out, and it immediately takes out the Leos.
0: Yay! Bye-bye! Have we learned yet that these Leos aren't a match for the Gundams? It doesn't seem like it.
1: I don't think we've seen the Gundams fight. We haven't seen a Gundam fight the... Um... We know the Gundams can destroy a trillion Leos easy peasy. Yes. Um, we have not yet seen Gundams fight We Tauruses. haven't seen them fight the Tauruses Correct.
2: before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing is, for whatever reason, Oz is very adamant about making sure the Tauruses are unmanned more often than not. And for whatever reason, mm. they just continue to send their soldiers out in the inferior suits for no reason.
0: I mean... Yeah, they don't really care about losing them, which is odd. That's the odd. thing,
1: right? It's like... The Tauruses are probably a lot more expensive to produce than the Leos, considering you have to jam a very nice AI into it. So they're like, yeah, we can lose as many Leos as we need because, like, two Tauruses can kill anything. I guess that's kind of probably their uh, rationale here. Um, Lady Un does say some, frankly, weird shit uh, here as she orders them to capture it. Because she's like, if the pilot, you know, capture the Gundam, if the pilot's not ugly, uh, kill him. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she basically makes this like weird, rude joke about. Yeah, you want to take this, Jay?
2: Yeah. So she basically says like, we don't want the public to like when we we're going to execute this person. And we don't want the public to like see this attractive person and think that, you know, maybe they would ally with them instead. And so she basically says, let him live if he's ugly. And one of the guys just like straight up asks her like, are you are you serious? And then she just like. Turns doesn't actually wink at the camera, but basically winks at the camera and just says, "Just kidding." <laughs> it's
1: so weird. It's weird. I fucking lady, un get better material. This wasn't funny.
0: Yeah, it was a strange <laughs> yeah. joke for sure.
1: Uh
2: huh. Um, <laughs> you got to workshop that one.
1: Yeah, the, I, sure. I guess if you're gonna field a joke, field it with your little subordinates who have to laugh at you, and then you can work on it from there. But um, yeah. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, turns out. It's very hard to fight mobile dolls.
2: <laughs> yep. They're yeah, they're quite good Duo's at what they struggling. Do. He can't keep up and um, he he's actually like having a hard time. He realizes that these things are like operating way quicker than he was expecting. And uh, gets kind of outmaneuvered, uh, beat up a bit. And then Nicole actually fires a laser. And he says, like, you should be thankful it was me and not one of the dolls. And actually just shoots off the arm of the Mm -hmm. Death Scythe, effectively incapacitating it and not actually killing Duo so that he can, like, bring the suit in and bring the pilot in to Lady Un. (laughs) And Duo's like, Uh, what hero do? (laughs) Yeah, he's not having it. He, he says, uh, basically says, like, I'll see... Er, tag along on my journey into... It's so the, good. Duo is so line. cool. It's so... I love Duo so much.
0: So he attempts he to self-destruct, but it doesn't work. But, but The nah. system fails. Simply
2: nothing happens. Very, I do... Um, there's a little design thing on the Death Scythe I want to point out. There's a little, like, camera above the V-Fin, which a lot of Gundams have, but this one in particular is very tall, and I think think one of the only other times I've seen a design like that is on the Aegis, which is from uh, Gundam Seed, and then eventually the Justice and the Infinite Justice Gundam that it gets developed into. And I wonder if this part of that design might have inspired that in some way. Um, Just a a cool thing to see as like a design that's featured only really prominently on like one other Gundam.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely likely.
1: Curious. Yeah, I mean I I don't, I I know fuck all about Seed, but I will I will right. tuck it away in my mind for the future whenever the fuck I get to that show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cool similarity. Yeah, not for sure. And then Tro is watching the news and he sees uh, Duo and the Death Scythe have been captured. He also kind of openly states he thinks the public like being against the Gundams after the like colonies declared they were against the Gundams when they were still trying to get to space. He thinks the public is basically just stupid. He's like, how do they not see right through Oz's bullshit? <laughs> Uh, and he, he wants to go and help Duo, but he's literally on the other side yeah, of the planet. Yeah, like, well, can't do shit. Oops. He's like, I hope Hero sees this and does something. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hero's being a nice little library boy at this point, though. He's doing research. Uh, he's reading up a little bit on the original Hero Yui when he was killed by Oz, obviously. Uh, he notices yeah, the news. This is
2: this is fucked up because when he's doing his research, he finds out that Oz basically erased hero yui the original hero Mm -hmm. yui like from all records from all like media history reporting it's he just doesn't exist anymore well
0: think about it like he was fully in opposition to what oz is trying to do like Mm -hmm. he wanted people to come together and communicate and oz is over here trying to I, i think
2: i think even crazier than that is the fact that he was doing exactly what oz is doing now but without the militaristic control. And so he was doing it in a much more open and yeah, honest way. Yeah, that's also very true. Whereas Oz is like stealing his entire shtick and just lying to the colonies 15 years ago. It probably later, doesn't mean anything. And somehow no one's it. Oh, noticed. definitely not.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's simply just a, a correlation is not equal causation. Never forget.
0: Yeah, Gundam right. never uh, is very on the nose about what it's talking <laughs> about.
1: Hiro uh, notices the oh, news Just wait Just about wait God <laughs> He notices the news about Duo And he kind of thinks that Like he can't retaliate yet There's He, he just says like Too many negative factors Essentially you know, like This is not You know The time place to openly Fight back against Oz Who is like Literally everyone in space The good guy right now Um mm-hmm. And But he decides to be A little sneaky sneak about it Uh We We see this like Sort of transport freighter Landing in barge So th- this is what confused me Right Cause like this freighter goes into barge uh some workers go inside like retrieve the crates inside and like there's a little daikon radish floating in the air and hero fucking chops him in the back of the neck and knocks him out um (laughs) and then we cut to this is what confused me the most this is like a parade like a police procession where they're carrying death scythe on a flatbed yeah and there's a bunch of people around but like this is on barge so i i like, it doesn't make sense for the civilians to be on this thing, but like it has to be on barge because like this is where Death Scythe is until no, they take it it's back not. into space. It's not
2: They uh when they when they capture the Death Scythe, there's a moment where I think it's Lady Un tells Nickel to bring the Death Scythe back to colony LC like one one two zero one or something ridiculous. But I, I believe it is an actual physical colony and not barge. Yeah,
0: because it's also it's there when um it's destroyed like it's it's on a colony already god
2: this is so confusing yeah. the,
1: po- the point is is the military possession. yeah like, some look of the the robot, the spots it. in this
2: episode yeah right yeah everyone the public fucking hates it it sucks so much and then we see nickel uh talking to duo in like his jail cell and he's like they're gonna publicly execute you you little fuck yeah you,
1: you fucking 14 year old loser kid it's like he's, he's, he's a he's he's baby calm down don't do this, you baby.
2: Yeah, Nickel doesn't try to like interrogate him or, or beat him up or anything. He's just like, ha ha, like fuck he just you. just like flips him the bird. Yeah, it's like yeah. D- damn. And this is a kid. It's like immediately after that that we see uh Hero sneaking on the colony and then we see him like instantaneously in uh-huh. the jail cell where Duo is. Yeah, there's Duo a is. hard cut. <laughs> they they cut out so much chaff. It's so I mean, that's fucking fine. Funny. I don't
1: need to see Hero do <laughs> mission impossible shit. Just cut to where it matters, you know. Um Yeah. it's it's good it's funny hero levels his gun at duo and duo's like oh fuck yeah dude please shoot me it's better than being executed and hero's like I'll shoot you if I want or I'll I'll shoot you if you want me to and then just like carries him out and he's like alright I'm gonna save you now just kidding
2: (laughs) yeah no the the tension in this scene is really weird but it's also really funny because hero just points a gun at him and duo's like I get it like do what you have to do and hero stands there silently for a moment and then duo's like oh shit you're actually gonna shoot Mm me (laughs)
1: that's that that, that's like hero's whole whole deal it's like is he gonna do something stupid oh shit he's gonna do something stupid
2: yeah exactly and duo knows him like well enough at this point to see right through that
0: yeah but the thing the thing with it is for at least for this time it's not actually that stupid like at at least at this point hero has no idea what they're going to be doing with duo and if they were going to torture him and get information or something this may have been the better play anyway and then he chooses
2: fucking not to, and Duo's like, all right, so what's the escape plan? And Hero's like, I didn't plan on getting out of here alive.
0: Yeah, I don't have a Gundam, <laughs> good luck us. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Let's fucking wing Jesus. it. Jesus. Um, it's just like, I love this entire thing. Like, Duo's like, what's the plan? Hero's like, plan? <laughs> and just keeps on moving along. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and this is when we get uh, Nickel in the command. I keep saying Nickel. I'm sorry. Uh, we get Nickel in like the command room, and uh, after a bunch of bombs have gone off, he's like, "Scan the room. See where the bombs are planted." And they realize that the the one spot that's been left untouched is the mobile suit bay, hmm. and Nickel is basically like, "Oh, they're gonna go that way and try to escape there." Like solid, like tactical assessment of the place. Yeah. Like actually surprising mm-hmm.
1: uh, they, they deploy a bunch of Leos uh, or I'm sorry they deploy some dolls instead. yeah
2: no yeah they deploy the they mobile do dolls them. and one of the guys is like wouldn't target settings be difficult and Nickel is just like no it'll be fine nothing bad's gonna happen <laughs> cut, cut two. Cut to something very bad happening. Oopsie. No, this is it actually gets uh interrupted by Shenlong showing up, right?
0: Yes, so that, that's the bad thing. Shenlong and Wufei show yeah, up. Yeah, massaging um, to the rescue, so notes say. Okay. Good boy is here. <laughs> um Dude just kind of goes off for a bit. I like watching Dragon Arm crush things and flamethrower things in the face. It's always fun. It's good. Incredibly it
2: is sick possessed. as fuck.
1: Um it, like <laughs> They see, at this point, Lady Un starts taking off in her, like, Darth Maul ship, uh, the big silver one.
2: Yeah, and, like, she, she microdosed psilocybin, and she's about to just fly into the line of fire. She,
1: okay, look, <laughs> I'm going to say it, and you're not going to like to hear me say it, Jared, but I think she's a new type.
2: Oh, no. So... Before before we even get to that, Shenlong is still fighting. It does the Shenlong twirl, which is a piece of recycled animation we're going to see through to the end of the series. Okay. Um, so I hope you like the sound effect of it twirling its little staff. Um, Shenlong is basically getting pushed back into the line of fire by these Tauruses and Leos, and they're going to fire like their onboard colony laser, which. It sounds extreme. It's not like the UC colony laser. It's not that bad, but it is like a giant laser beam they can fire from the colony. Um, and they, they, they're like preparing to fire it and, uh, Lady Un flies out of the hangar and seems to be like, it seems like she's just talking to herself, but it kind of seems like she is mentally projecting her words to everyone like on the battlefield. The, the auditory I, effect—I don't think yeah, is the, the auditory case, effect
1: is such that but. she's
2: either like loudspeaking it or broadcasting
1: it on the radio, like the common frequency to all the mobile suits. But like a right t- to me, in my heart of hearts, she is in the soup, skyping everyone right now. It
2: seems like a new type speech, yeah.
1: And she's also blissed the fuck out. It seems
2: like the. Yeah, she's. That's exactly what I have written Mm -hmm. in my notes. (laughs) Like she is, but it's it's very much like the. uh, She's asking everyone to give her energy for the spirit bomb. She's getting everyone to raise their hands and stop fighting. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like this is she she's like <laughs> fucking sparkling like Edward Cullen and glowing and she's like fighting is no longer needed in this peaceful age please end this futile battle like and I'm just like, what the fuck you can't just show up and pull this on me come on un? are you a I'm new to t- point t- of not, like, you have to blocking
0: the, the path of the beams with her shuttle too mm-hmm. um which does give misogyny friend uh, a chance to basically stab himself in the fuel tank uh to launch the well, Gundam
2: before that mm-hmm. before that even they do fire the colony laser and it literally annihilates a bunch of Leos and Nickel is just like it's fine fuck them and then Wufei like yeah. loses an arm and that's it and then yeah, he as, loses as as cool stretchy plan, dragon arm, he gives mainly. himself <laughs> he gives himself as uh, an emergency appendectomy and flies away
1: yeah he activates pancreatitis <laughs> and uses the pressure <laughs> to rock it away, which is really funny, because, like, how the fuck is that going to be more powerful than a suit of verniers?
2: Yeah, it's it's very clever. It's like an emergency escape situation, but Jesus Christ, he's definitely going to be out of fuel.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's gone. Um, Duo and Hero are, like, back in the base discussing how they're going to escape with all the mobile dolls. Uh, and this is God, fucking, this fucking rules. This rules. This is genius. So essentially hero kind of realizes like how the ai system works so what he does is like they he he puts um a bunch of leos on like i don't know what they're called in in this world i'm gonna call them dodeyes because they're called dodai's in UC. like the little like hoverboard things that a yeah. suit grabs onto that like rockets away like you know the boogie board looking things mm-hmm. um the 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 tauruses are like shack eyes real shit and like start firing them because anything leaving the base at this point is going to be the enemy so he's using yeah. this to completely thin out the remaining leos um, but and then he has the, the, even the way idea. that it's
2: framed though yeah the way that it's framed though is that like after this we just see tauruses shooting up leos and it's just like what what the fuck is happening and we're like on the same page as the oz soldiers and they're like something's not like right <laughs> we are and fucking under attack command center yeah, they double check like the programming and they see that the the Tauruses, because of this scramble, have been targeting Leo's, and they do some more digging, and we see on like a Taurus camera, uh, Hero in an Astro suit. They're they're called that instead of normal suits, I think. Uh he turns with a submachine gun, fires at a Taurus to get it to be like, ah, I need to attack this thing, and it like registers the Astro suit instead of the person inside of the astro yes. suit. And that's when they realize astro suits are also being targeted as a Taurus rolls up on the command center and just fucking and, annihilates and, and it. it literally does Shack Eyes real shot shit. It glows a, red and
1: just kills them all. <laughs>
2: yeah. And we uh, we also get a moment of a Taurus picking a Leo up by the head and shooting it in the stomach. It's metal as hell. The
0: Tauruses and the mobile dolls are but, really fucking cool. Maybe we shouldn't have made, like...
1: yeah evolving AIs that can be easily tricked oops oh fuck
2: so here's one of the things is I thought Nickel was in that command center because there is someone who sounds I swear just identical to Nickel in that command center Uh. and there's a moment later where we see Nickel and I thought it was like an entirely different guy because he looks like Otto 2.0 he He does but apparently starts to look like
0: Otto you're absolutely right I hadn't picked up on that
2: but there, He's, there was a moment a earlier where the person double. who was commanding, <laughs> there was a person who was, like, in charge of all these troops and stuff, and I thought it was Nickel, and he was, like, out of an astro suit, and he had completely different face, completely different hair, but he sounded the exact same. So I was like, oh, that's Nickel, and it was not, apparently. Oopsie.
1: Nickel is but an idea. We can oh, all it. aspire to be our own Nickel <laughs> in ways.
2: He's the deacons uh, of the deep of Gundam Wing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fucking he's the driver of San Francisco of his Gundam Wing. His
2: soul just possesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, his soul just possesses different meat suits. Uh,
1: tremendous. Um,
2: and then we get Miliardo uh, chilling in the tall geese, and uh, he's he's reflecting to himself. Uh, what's the? Did anyone write down the line that he says?
1: Yeah, he says that outer space is rejecting humans and despite Earth being like a piece of shit, it's still pulling them back down. Hey, who else talked about Earth pulling your soul
2: down?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think hmm, this bitch is
0: charasnable. Like someone... <laughs> oh no.
2: It sounds like another dude who wears red and is is blonde and a gundam antagonist. <laughs> mm, it's being again.
0: I
1: can't escape this little guy. <laughs>
2: Also, I gotta say, I love I love seeing the tall geese with the super verniers. Oh, it's so, so good. I, I, I love, love the big fucker. So okay, the huge jetpacks.
1: A small aside, um, Gundam does this a lot, right? We're like, you need to get a suit from Earth to space. How big of a rocket do you need to do so? And my favorite, um, my 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 favorite uh, version of this is the Gundam in or the not Gundam inlay, but the inlay. Which is from a uh, Advance of Zeta that takes place between the original Gundam series and Zeta. I posted it oh, in Operation yeah, yeah. Meteor. That giant ass is the escape thruster. It's That's just so like good. a rocket ball. They and gave, you see those little yellow things. They
2: gave tall geese a backpack.
1: <laughs> yeah, you see it's those yellow things where he on the keeps inlay. His
2: applesauce.
1: Like those are individual <laughs> mobile suits. It's that big of a thruster. That's so. Oh my cool. god. The, yeah, the inlay That's like is like
2: the HLV carrier, but like ten times the size. Yeah, no,
1: honestly, the inlay is like <laughs> what is the most war crimes we can pack into a single mobile suit? Oh, and this it's is like, the one if, that I said was Dragapult. <laughs> it is literally Dragapult, yes. Yeah. Dragapult. <laughs> uh god. anyway, next episode.
2: Tall has got the so. applesauce that you crave. <laughs> oh god.
1: Everybody gets this juicy wing wave.
0: Goodness gracious. Yeah, there we go. We did it. Episode twenty. The Lunar Base Infiltration Sally Poe infiltrates an Oz base in order to destroy the remains of Catch's Gundam Sandrock, but the Magnat Corp are there to allow, convince her to allow them to take the pieces back to their base in order to rebuild it. Meanwhile, Duo's Gundam Death Scythe is destroyed in a public viewing of space by possible Oz recruits, one of whom is a familiar face in Troa. Hero sneaks into the lunar base in order to destroy the two new mobile suits, the Mercurus and the Veynet, which is not how that's pronounced, but that's fine, only that's fine. to then be caught by Troa, who is now in hiding as a fully-fledged member of Oz.
1: I believe it's the Vayit.
2: Vayit? Vayit? I make a face when I say that vite. one. That's how they say it in the, in the, in the Yeah, in the, in the English version, they call it the Vay-8. All right, I'll take it. Like uh, uh, if I'm looking like at the, the, Wiki. the letter V in Spanish, ve, and then eight, like you just ate something. Yep. I don't know. Hopefully that's helpful. Uh, makes enough if sense for me to use not. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so the um the uh, katakana, or I guess hiragana, uh for the vayate is vu So yeah, vayate Cool. Okay. Uh, and talking. then obviously, Mercury. I'm just gonna is, say
2: the way. It, yeah. I'm gonna say it the know. way they say it in the show. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's be let's be real. Let's poke on red version, poke on blue version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These, it's hey, red, pill, can blue, I say bell, Morpheus, these, these, these things? Fuck, <laughs> these do. things fucking
2: rule. These things fucking rule so, so hard. Oh yeah. my god, I love them so much. They, they're so sick. They're very sick for also just being monochromatic suits. Like even the joints are just like an off color of the source color. It's because they're buddies. The big fucking like it's the big blueberry shoulders on the V eight. Fucking kill me. I love them so much. Do not separate them. They're buddies.
0: They're a bonded, bonded pair. pair. <gasps> <gasps> same hat.
1: <laughs> the fucking new type, the new type of Wyman has begun already. Wow. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. Sword and
2: Pokemon Shield.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, you literally. Literally. Yeah. Um, so. Uh,
2: unbending sword and the unbreakable shield. Anyways, hero it's and just, duo yeah. are on yep. the moon. <laughs> Um, or, well, they they want to go to Ganon. Yeah. I think
0: they bring him. The hero brings Duo to the colony that he was currently staying at uh, before he went to rescue him. He like, him to just hey. fucking stay here. He's like, I've already, I'm, I'm already going under Duo. You could just
1: take your name back. I'm going. Yeah. It's really, really yeah, funny. Yeah,
2: it's so funny. Duo Duo freaks out. He's like, you did what with my name?
0: But like, he <laughs> also can't be himself because that one's going to ask some, that's going to raise some questions. <laughs> just, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard.
2: And Hero says something about like, I need to get to the moon to figure out if he wants to steal or destroy the new mobile suits. Yeah,
1: so he knows, he wants to go to Moom um, because he knows <laughs> that a, a ton of Gundanium is being transferred there. And he's like, and i think at this point Mm -hmm. he knows that the gundam scientists like the engineers are working for oz because he mentions last episode that like he's going to kill him yeah um so he knows that they're on the moon making new suits which is what he's going to go to do um and yeah like as he travels there, taking a shuttle because again he just like straight up shows an id to the guards to get on the shuttle so like clearly he has himself set up pretty (laughs) well uh he considers to himself he's he's really good at photoshop Yeah, I mean, hey, fucking—he <laughs>
2: read the instructions for Photoshop when he was hacking earlier <laughs> in go. the season. Remembered.
0: You remembered? <laughs> we do get a bit of a narrator um, overview, um, yes. basically explaining yeah. how the moon was originally just for factories, um, but now has a bunch of tourism as well, so it's not mm-hmm. just for that anymore. It's like a factory mall.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's—it's it's a tourist trap.
1: It is, uh, which is kind of cool. Baby. I- I, I love, this is true, like, this happens in both UC Gundam and this, where, like, it's really cool seeing the moon as, like, a kind of tourist destination, like, with Von Braun City and everything in, in, in Zeta Gundam. It's cute. Um, and, yeah, we're we're inside the hangar where the Gundam engineers are working. Uh, we see Mercurius is, like, kind of fully uh, constructed, at least, and Vait is, like, just the yeah. top half is done. It just has like the head and arms and Mm -hmm. and, like the top torso and everything else just like wires and.
2: And we actually, yeah, we get a short rundown from Doctor J when he talks to Lady Un too. He's like, yeah, the Mercurius is eighty-eight or eighty percent complete, Mm -hmm. while the V eight is like thirty to fifty percent. That's a big fucking standard deviation.
0: Yeah. But I mean, not to be know. fair, it doesn't have legs, so it's obviously got a ways they to go. They got a lot
2: of shit done in no time, too. I know. Like, they put these fuckers together so the fast. The time
1: scale of Wing is really, really wild. It's really bad. It, it could be, like, two hours between episodes or two months, and, like, they do not it's tell never you. <laughs> It's never clear. It's never clear. Until you get something like mm-hmm. this that's like, okay, so it's probably been a bit. I mean, all I know is that like, Wing takes place over, I think, a year because I do know that it ends in, like, after Colony 196. So
2: we we have... Yeah, the, it, it actually yeah. kind of copies uh, original Gundam that way. That's true, because that cause ends, ended like, in UC-0080. Yeah. I think it ended on New Year's mm-hmm. Day at 0080,
1: actually. Which is cute. Um, it, I I believe it did. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they read the script. Um, <laughs> So they talked to Lady Un, and Un's weird, dumb idea that works out kind of well maybe who fucking knows uh the pilots aren't gonna be like you know oz genius pilots they're just gonna fucking select them from civilians that they're gonna train like the colony citizens and dr j yeah, even like thinks to himself dr j is like oh yeah here is definitely gonna see one of these things oh yeah
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah we taught that boy one such thing a good
2: moment all of all of the engineers are just like so who do you think's gonna show up
0: <laughs> <laughs> like which yeah. one of our idiots <laughs>
1: They have they have like a fucking yeah. betting pool for their five fail sons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um uh, and then a bunch of politics happens. Uh, specifically yeah. like colonies are talking about becoming a nation. They want to become a nation, but they have a problem with Oz's like proposition that they should be exporting a bunch of like military paraphernalia and tech. Uh they're they're very against that. Um but Lady Un is being very convincing. Like Listen, the Alliance tried to get you guys to surrender through force with this military power. Oz is using that military power back against them. The reason we need to keep producing is to prevent the Alliance from trying to step in and, like, overpower us, basically. And she's she's got the fucking charm on because everyone's like, Yeah, oh, that, that makes, that's sense. That's <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, we're good. But ba- ba- basically,
1: they're like, yeah, the main sort of point is, like, untells them essentially that like yeah you're gonna become a nation like we're gonna unite the colonies but your main exports gonna be arms essentially and and they they say why she looks in the camera and says cold war
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's literally it's just
2: basically she just spits a bunch of revisionist history and everyone's like yeah sure
1: checks out it's just like th- the almost exact like verbatim quote here is how can there be world peace based on the idea that our main industry is a, ter- is a deterrent and I'm just fucking making Jim office face in the camera right now yeah we are all we're it's we're tapping the sign beyond, yeah like there's not much to say here because again this is just fucking like you, people learned a lot of this shit in high school yeah but like it's just like it is pretty pointed to have it come from Gundam where like deterrence itself isn't really an idea that's been explored and at least the gundam series that i've seen it's more just like straight up aggression so the fact that like yeah they're kind of baking cold war politics into this now is like okay like that's something new compared to how it was before where it's like we made a thing let's go shoot people with it it's like okay we're not at that stage yet <laughs> we're getting there um un's last insane thing is that she like you know the, the colonists say that they kind of want to have a different main industry and un- I don't even know what the fuck she ended up saying, but she's like, we now live in a peaceful time, but I still admire mankind's will to fight. And my note just says, girl, what are you talking about?
2: Yeah, she says some random bullshit. I,
1: I can't with her. She's so crazy. <laughs> Love her. <laughs>
2: Uh, then we're back, uh, and and I think after that is yeah we we head back down to Earth and we we get Sally Poe baby, and she's just immediately planting bombs on the sand rock. She she's just like nope, not letting this fall into the hands of Oz. Fuck them.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, can I say I just I fucking completely forgot her name was Sally until we started recording. Oh no, I just typed what's her name because I was like, what I, I I couldn't fucking remember it. I couldn't remember, but she's Sally. Um, it's Major she's, she's Sally. Continuing, she's <laughs> continuing her fucking campaign of carnage here. Um, yeah. She, she's caught by the Magronet Corps, who notice her putting bombs on Sandrock. This,
2: yeah. this is legitimately, I think, my favorite part. Like, I love all three of these episodes very much, but I think this might be my favorite part, is just, like, the shenanigans that happen <laughs> Yeah, this here. is, like, a
0: <laughs> genuinely, like, really well-lined-up part of the episode. Like, they're... I like when people are coming at a thing and just happen to hit run it headfirst into each other with the same goal
2: it's so fantastic because it is a genuine coincidence sally is like oh i need to destroy this thing and the Magonac catch catcher they're like we're not letting you do whatever you're about to do and she just says fuck you hits the detonator and nothing happens to the sand rock and sally is like okay i need to get out of here and get something stronger and the magwinak are like shit she's fucking crazy <laughs> And then the Magwanak, after she runs away, they're just like, all right, well, uh, she tried her thing. It's time for us to do our thing. Let's skedaddle. And they try to, like, recoup the sand rock and, and get it because they want to reconstitute it for Katra. <laughs> and there's just so many, like, little character interactions between all the members of the Magwanak core that are so fucking funny and so, like, genuine it reminds me a lot of like character dynamic stuff from like 8th ms team where you spend more time with the people um and it's just very personable and Mm -hmm. funny
1: it's like um they kind of realize oh we're both friends with a special boy (laughs) we have to be friends ourselves then right
2: yeah so it's, um, Sally ends up stealing a Leo and gunning down a bunch of other Leos, and then she immediately goes for, like, the Dober guns to try to shoot Sandrock, and one of the, uh, Magnet guys who who stayed behind with Sandrock is like, Abdul's plans never work out the way they're supposed to, and it cuts to Abdul in, like, the cockpit of a, a Trago unit, <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean my, my plans never work yeah, out? Yeah, it, it's
1: so good, I love when yeah. they do shit like that, it's, it's like, it's Scooby-Doo <laughs> bullshit right now. <laughs>
2: It's so fucking good. And, like, I, what is it? I, I think they end up actually, the Magwanax actually, like, manage to get the Gundam on, like, a transport, and they're running down the mm-hmm. tarmac, and Sally pulls up dual wielding Jaber yes! guns in a it's Leo. It's so
1: sick. And this is when uh, Auda is his name. <laughs> he he gets out, and, like, Dracilly reasons with yeah. her. He's like, hey, our Gundam pilot would be really sad if this gun, if this was destroyed. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, Sally's like, well, I think my 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 friend would be happy if this was destroyed, and they kind of realize that like, okay, our kids are kind of on the same side here. Uh, and Sally basically mm-hmm. covers them as they leave, and she she also is like, "It's so good, I gotta go up, go to what my kid left behind, which is like he didn't because yeah. it was in space. So what are you what are you fucking talking about, Sally? I well, she's know.
0: talking about Hero, and Wing is not on not in space.
1: Oh, I thought she was talking. I thought she was referring to Wu Fei because he was the last one she interacted with.
0: She doesn't give a fuck about no, Wu
1: She, Nor should I,
2: and yet.
0: <laughs> and, and yet.
2: But yeah, it's it's so fucking... I love seeing a, a Leo get two Dober guns and just being like, you shall yeah. not fucking pass. You fucking d- double fisting <laughs> military death.
1: <laughs> just uh, like,
2: what if what if Halo Master Chief was running around with two snipers?
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's Halo 2 Sally Poe up in here. Let's go. Hey, can I say,
2: Infinite Inif- 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 <laughs> looks really fucking cool.
0: You say that, but it I've also really seen a clip cool. in which it really doesn't. So we'll not. That's okay. Talk we, much could, about that. we could
2: all just play Halo Three again as well. Yeah,
0: that's actually preferable. I think.
2: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna litigate video games you. with you, chuckle fucks.
1: <laughs> this is not um, a platform. Okay. For I was it. being
2: genuine. I think. I think Infinite looks good, and Halo Three is also the best Halo game. So you know, it is what. Yeah. It is. Okay. I'll.
1: will I'll, I'll, I'll. agree with that. Halo Three is the best. Uh, mm. Okay. Two either three or two. No, well, okay.
2: I what? promise. I'm not trying to argue. No, okay, shit. Argue. No, I'm getting in the weeds. I'm getting
1: <laughs> See, in the weeds. See, now I'm Max start, is ready to go. I'm going to start yelling <laughs> about Halo Reach. Halo Reach is the best one. Anyway, in space. Uh, Duo is yeah. chilling. And you know what?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's
1: reach. <laughs> um, Duel is chilling on Colony Streets. He's watching a demonstration, like a sort of live fire test of people oh, training God. in Leos who are, you know, this is like where the civilians who want to uh, get chosen to be a pilot for these new cool awesuits. Uh and who's who would it even be in, in 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 as test pilot one of the leo but troa barton uh-oh Uh oh. and
2: there's yeah it's it's a bunch of like leos uh being piloted by civilians that are just like taking out space mines basically mm-hmm. as a demonstration and like a couple of them are like floating around very uselessly and then troa comes in and styles on all of them yes. and unleashes like three shots that end up chain detonating all of the mines <laughs> and and nickel is like what the fuck that guy's a freak mm-hmm.
0: yeah nickel is immediately like that dude's a gundam pilot
1: yeah is and and just right? like it's <laughs> yeah, just like so what if he
2: is it's like yeah, yeah she, she literally shrugs and says maybe <laughs> he has I his skills
1: know. uh annoying or <laughs> er, un, un- radios him and she's like hey you look pretty cool uh one final test uh blow that up and and like oh the fucking God. debris clears and it's just like death sight like hanging there uh, and
2: at first, and then we go back to duo seeing it like on the TV screen. he starts fucking yeah, and Yava sweating there's like yeah, and there's like a mass announcement on the TV like ah oh, in order to show like Oz's uh contrib- contributions to the colonies and and to make sure we're all on the same page, we're gonna destroy this Gundam live on TV. <laughs> It's
0: miserable. I hate it.
2: And and then and then Duo starts talking to the Death Scythe. He's like,
0: You're you're gonna be okay, right? <laughs> Buddy.
1: Ron oh Howard voice. God. Death Scythe is not gonna be okay. And
2: Nickel orders Troa to like take aim and fire, and Troa doesn't move, and then he discards his gun, and it's like, Oh, okay, he's not gonna do it. And Troa turns around, he's like, Nickel, give me your beam cannon. <laughs> I
0: need a bigger fucking weapon.
2: <laughs> I need to blow this thing up good. Uh and poor duo and he does
1: and and i believe th- there's a there's an important yell in this moment for the oh. dub
2: so specifically in the dubbed version scott mcneil has done interviews talking about the scream he did here when the death scythe gets destroyed uh, he has referenced the fact that he had to reach deep for a memory to to be convincing about this scream, and he recalled the time his wife ran over his motorcycle <laughs> and used used that as motivation. For those of you who have never seen a picture of Scott McNeil, uh, especially like his behind the voice actors photo, he's like he's got a soul patch, long hair, and he's always wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> Yeah. And it's not like one of the wide brim ones. It's one of the ones with like the brim like tucked in up on the sides too. So like he rides a hog. Fucking <laughs> fucking yeah. Oh Scott. Yeah. And uh duo like screams and is like literally crying. They do a body scan of Troa to see if he's reacting at all and he's not. He's got fucking ice in his veins. He's doing the hero thing from like the first cockpit. episode,
0: right? Where like he's got complete control yeah, yeah. of his like emotions and bodily functions.
2: Mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. um except the fact you see that our sweet boy is crying yeah yep there are some tears floating around he he didn't even realize he was crying it's
1: like are these my oh, tears God.
2: probably meaningful yeah it's it's genuinely a very sad moment yep. to yeah. me <laughs> uh let yep,
1: yep, me yep. cut to hero who's like doing recon on the new suits uh he vows to destroy them yeah
2: he's on the moon base now <laughs> yeah uh
1: troa's uh waiting to meet with lady Un. Uh, she's in girl boss nice mode right now. Yep. Uh, she w- she just like really wants to talk with him, <laughs> and Nickel's like he's gonna try and kill you. He's clearly a Gundam pilot, and she's like
0: maybe he just right wants kid. to understand us. This was the point where I was like, is there <laughs> something going on with you, girl? Are you okay? The answer is just a bunch of question marks. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely. And Troa starts talking to her, too, and it seems like an honest conversation, but Troa's straight-faced just lying and talking shit about Oz to her face. And he says something about, like, oh, yeah, like, that's why I wanted to join Oz. It's where the crafty people are rewarded for lying to the public, like, staring her down while he's saying all of this. And what is, he says something specific, and it strikes a chord and, like, actually lands for Un, and that's when she starts to, like freak out and a bunch of soldiers run in there like uh 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 she uh has to go (laughs) she starts like key smashing irl basically yes
0: she's uh uh, not doing so hot no uh
1: and nickel like levels a gun at troa uh and then he's like you have two hours (laughs) you're gonna pilot that suit (laughs) and then he says specifically so this is this is what like i i don't I'm, i'm i'm like fucking pepe sylvia charlie kelly right now because nickel says lady un is a much stronger person in uniform so yep. like, is this like mm-hmm. some sort of psychosomatic response to like her being in uniform versus not like I uh, uh what could it's, it mean? Yeah. This what is does it mean? this is
2: what I've been alluding to, sort of. <laughs> I oh it's god. Not, um I specifically I hate it, but I like it, but I hate it. Specifically
1: <laughs> the, the, the thing that like she's caught up on herself, she doesn't know she's like, Do I work under trays or am I Lady Un of Oz? And I'm yeah. like right so, those are two
0: very different things too there's
1: different but similar like yes. i thought right. that venn di- diagram was a circle but clearly it is two separate circles so what huh gundam wing <laughs> this is getting interesting what could it mean
2: her her I'm personality really is undergoing mitosis <laughs>
1: <laughs> um see so yeah, we're in the hangar now um Un introduces Troy to the engineers and the new suits. And, like, of course, you know, Troa doesn't react to seeing his mentor. His mentor doesn't react to seeing Troa. I don't even know which one of them is Troa's mentor, but it doesn't matter. Um, they basically say, oh, yeah, it's an unstoppable force in Vayit and an unmovable object in Mercurius. Uh, Vayit has the largest possible beam cannon we could give it, and Mercurius has this, like... It's like not a beam shield. It's it's some sort of shield. It's like, like an
0: electro little... shield. It's it, like, um, like... reflecting. Yeah, yeah. it's an, like an electromagnetic
2: magnetic diffusion mm-hmm. shield. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like uh, Gundam double O, I think. Yeah. Because uh, just really quick regular UC Gundam has like Minovsky particles, and That's that right. can fuck with uh, like radio and <laughs> like transmissions. Um but Gundam 00 has GN particles, which are like a physical thing, yeah. kind of like Minovsky partil- particles, but like in a bigger way, where if there's like a cloud of GN particles, it can actually just straight up diffuse beams. Okay. And so I, I, there's like some logic in there about like how it would, you know, mess with the particles using electromagnetics mm-hmm. to like diffuse them. But I, they're trying to go for something along those lines. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be until the mid Obviously, this like was it. like... Ten years, twenty right. years before Double O. <laughs> yeah,
1: it wouldn't be until the mid two thousands when we get gender non-conforming particles. That's what it stands for, right?
2: Right. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um. So, uh, so there's there's a lot that happens in the dub though that I I'll, I'll try to just blast through really quick. Sure. They, yeah, they start talking about like, <laughs> oops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lady Un's like between the two of them, which one would win? And Tro is like, well, obviously it would be whoever has the better pilot, right? And like dr j is like oh yeah you're like this kid's a genius i like him and as they're (laughs) talking as they're talking the the fucking V eight starts like moving like its eye lights up real shit shack eyes (laughs) and like turns towards them and aims the gun um and like as dr j is talking to troa uh uh auto 2.0 nickel like interrupts and yells silence now and the voice clip from that is just it's really he's like silence now <laughs> for no reason, uh, and then they get they get fired on, and Doctor J really quickly activates the Mercurius Shield to uh, protect them. Uh, I want to note that the uh, the V eight the V eight Shield or the the beam rifle rather fires so hard that it pushes the V eight eight. Yeah, pushes, it, like, when you when you shoot in it pushes you backward. It yep. When you shoot in space, it do, in fact, push you backwards. Um, oh, so goddamn right. Uh, and then, it, I don't, as a result, it, it clumps yeah, to the ground. Look, I don't care about physics. Everyone in this room should be fucking dead.
0: Oh, God. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Everyone in this room should absolutely be roasted to bits.
1: Like, the key word in the electromagnetic magnetic diffusion shield is the diffusion aspect of it, where all that fucking beam energy mm-hmm. has to go somewhere. And in this case, it should go to the entirety of this fucking hangar. Everyone should be a pile of goo.
2: Whatever. It's it's the shield that says No. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's the Twitter oh, firing block a button. No, it's <laughs> the Twitter block button. It's the ban hammer. Yeah, um, th- <laughs> it's the hammer that won. It's it's the ha- the last thing many a communist <laughs> see. <laughs> That's
1: right. Uh, and sure enough, who was in the vaite who fired? But Hiro Yui who jumps out. And Troa immediately is like, fuck you, no way, and jumps up and, like, holds his gun to him. Troa does... He's, he's it, captured.
2: He does an acrobat jump to get over to him. I mean, to... he
1: is a clown. He's a circus boy. It's very good. It's very good. And they,
2: they look up, at, they they look at each other, they lock eyes from across the room, uh, and Hiro you know, is like, oh, interesting, and then drops his gun yeah. and decides to get captured. Just goes with it. What a good episode. Crazy. And that brings us <laughs> to the third the one. Fucking rules. Yeah, that's it's that's good. the end. That brings us to the third one, which is episode 21. <laughs> Grief-stricken Katra. So Katra gets stricken with grief.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. End of summary. Good job. Uh, I did it. End of summary. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I do have a longer version. Uh, uh, Katra is adrift in space. He's found outside of a colony attached to an asteroid and is brought in to be given medical care. He wakes up in a hospital and tries to leave, but the doctor says uh, she'll arrange a flight for him as long as he rests. The doctor ends up taking Katra to his father. We find out that the doctor is actually one of his sisters, and the family has kind of a small but meaningful reunion. His dad's angry that he, like, betrayed him, basically. Katra and his sister kind of go off on their own. We learn her name is Iraya, and she informs Katra that her and her other sisters are kind of rooting for her, and though he might not show it, so is their father. Bunch of politics happens. Oz does some evil shit and kind of takes Mr. Winner's power away, even though he was just using his finances to, like, make the colony a safe, livable place for everyone. They turn the public opinion against him. Mr. Winner says, fuck all of you detaches the colony from the resource satellite it's attached to and sacrifices himself to prevent Oz from gaining control over those resources. And Papa Winner dies and Katra cries and also begins Jokerfication.
1: Yes. This is... Oh, I like... Katra just jumped up in interesting
2: character rankings with this episode. The end this is such a good katra episode and the end of this episode is so satisfying mm-hmm. like it it really it just all starts to add up it's so it's good. like
1: the whole time you're looking at the, the main five uh gundam boys and you're like huh katra kind of stands out of like a nicer one you watch this episode and you're like uh-oh
2: sisters yeah god uh, so yeah it, it starts out with uh katra just floating in the top half of that space leo that got destroyed like when that alliance guy effectively saved his life,
1: mm-hmm. um, he's he gets uh, a, recovered. A bunch like, of immediately... repairmen
2: outside the colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they recover him, and, and it, it just it's just a hard cut to him waking up in the hospital. Yeah,
1: him waking up in the hospital. Um, and. He asked the doctor, like, why they saved him, and she's like, I don't care if you're in a Lion suit or an Oz suit or anyone, like, I'm a doctor, my job is to save lives, Mm -hmm. and also we're in a politically neutral zone, so I'm allowed to do this.
0: Yeah, like, this would not be (laughs) something that she could get away with normally, but Mm -hmm. based on where they are, they can.
1: Yeah, Uh, and he wants to go Mm -hmm. immediately, and she's (laughs) like, please... Get some rest. You basically died. I'll rent you a shuttle when you get better. Just in the meantime, chill. And of all the five Gundam boys, right. I actually believe that Kotcher will just sit there and chill until
0: he's, he's better. He's the only one I could see actually resting. The I rest know. of them are going it's... to like bleed out in a cockpit somewhere.
2: <laughs> it's so good. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I probably should rest. Like, even Hero had to, like, sit Duo down and be like, you're not going. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we cut to Un. Who is tracking something in space, it's maybe the Tall Geese, it's way too fast for them to be able to capture it as they are now. Uh, and Sherwa's like, hey, would you we say have that new Can we three use those times please?
2: Faster? <laughs> mm. At least. We do we do get a written description. It's at least twenty percent, it's accelerating twenty percent faster, but you know, <laughs> joke's a joke.
1: I mean the, the the fucking Tall Geese itself, we already know the Tall Geese is three times faster. This is twenty percent faster than Tall Geese goes. <gasps> So, so in reality, it's a 3.6 times faster. Wow. Wow. Cool robot. Math. 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 Um. <sighs> so, yeah, they're going to use the dolls and, like, test the Vyit and Mercurius to capture it, uh, and Un agrees with it. She thinks his plan is good. Uh, he does need a good co-pilot, so let's...
2: Fucking and why Nickel not? Nickel wants in on the action really bad, oh. and Tro was like, "No, fuck you! I want the captured Gundam Specifically, pilot." Specifically, Tro, Tro says like, we need sure. a
0: like a good pilot. Basically, yeah. just completely yeah. trashing Nickel. It's I think the word he used in the sub was,
1: "We need an excellent co-pilot." <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> not very excellent, Bill or Ted, <laughs> Bill or Ted or Nickel. So yeah, um. she
0: like agrees to let him go get Hero from the cell and be. Troa's co-pilot. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Why They're, the fuck not? It's so stupid because I guarantee
2: like 10 minutes later, someone's going to be like, how did we not see this coming?
0: Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and uh, we we end up like a quick cut over to the hangar where um is getting set up in the eight, and uh, Hero's getting in the Mercurius Yay. and like actually like going over the controls while under like gunpoint by an Oz soldier. Um and Lady Un tells like us the viewers basically that Troa has the kill switch, the self detonation device for the Mercurius in case Hero gets too out of line. Um but effectively uh Hero and Troa are heading out to space to intercept the Tall Geese with these uh Tauruses. And uh this is kind of a continuation of the fight from Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I was right. It's gonna keep on happening until it finally gets resolved. One yeah, way it's or a another. really cool scene but too. Um... specifically
2: specifically uh Tro is like yeah this would be a continuation of their fight in siberia and lady Un's like how the fuck do you know about that and Troa's is just immediately straight faced he's like oh well i saw it happen when i was living on the colonies because you guys were pointing a gun at me mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's 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 a lot um and like yeah he he they you know they, they blow off they're like whatever sure kid um Miliardo's like flying around in tall geese, and like Hero's like practicing. We see him in the the red astro
2: suit. Yeah. Yeah. mm, Miliardo in the red astro suit looks clean as hell. It does. Hero is just like, he does all the shit he can with the Mercurius. He shows off the Beam Gatling pistol and the, like, beam saber shield that it has. I love this thing. It's so Isn't fucking it really cool. Sick? He's
0: also, like, explaining to Troa the weaknesses of the mobile dolls and destroying them slowly as, as they go out yeah, to as space. as he's taking
2: out Tauruses. It's,
0: it's so like, fucking it, it's cool. So it's
2: so immediately funny because, fucking apparent. Yeah, Troa asks him, <laughs> how their, would their you destroy a mobile so doll? And Hero goes, like
1: this. Like this! <laughs>
2: And and no one. No one in a control room, no one anywhere, no reaction from Oz. They seem to be completely unmonitored.
0: Which blows my <laughs> fucking mind. How do you let <laughs> How do you let this dude you it's just so met stupid go fly off with your prisoner? Ugh.
2: God. Idiot. Idiot Oz. It's, Come it, on. it, one of my favorite things is uh while he's doing this too, Hero specifically says, Personally, I have a harder time taking out space mines.
0: Yep. Yeah, fucking damn. <laughs> does said something at, during this conversation, too. He's like, hey, slow it down. Let's not be too obvious.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, God. like, yeah, the main he- hero notes that the main weakness of those suits is that, like, they may be AIs, but they they still have the exact same reaction time as the mobile. Like, they're limited by the speed of the mobile suit itself, uh, which, mm-hmm. like, honestly isn't much of a limitation considering they can think faster than the human. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it takes them the same speed to, like turn around i guess but like it can think to do that way sooner than the human can so it's not much of a weakness um right and and hero says like you know i'll be able to take the toggies myself like we can get rid of these mobile dolls basically and he like as he destroys a you like a third one it's for fucking mm-hmm. this kid this and, kid
2: um they send off They send off a couple Tauruses to take out the tall geese, like, ahead of them. So, Miliardo gets a chance to kind of acquaint himself with these things. And he realizes that his reaction time is slower than theirs, but he keeps beating them in close combat. And while he's getting attacked by the Tauruses, Hero just comes in swinging immediately in the Mercurius. Mm-hmm. And Vaye is, like, firing shots from a distance and taking out a ton of Tauruses in the meantime. The fight it's so fucking good it's, a, it's, it's one not of the like better true... ones that i
0: i like so far i really enjoy it right
2: it's it's not like a true rematch because it's obviously not like hero and troa's goal but like it's they still do some really cool combat here and uh zex is like firing on the mercurius from a distance hero uses the mercurius's shield at like half capacity because it only uses like three of mm-hmm. the plates. <laughs> and he ends up going in close with, like, the beam shield saber, and Zex pulls out his beam saber, and they just, like, clash uh, as Troy just keeps taking what seem like pot shots, but he's, you know, annihilating Tauruses in the background. Yeah,
1: and on, specifically the the shield, I don't even know what they're called, like, uh, p- the planet defensers is what they're called. Um, yes, yes. They specifically remind me a lot of the fin funnels on the new Gundam from Shars Counterattack in that they can, like, mm-hmm. pop off and, like, form a shield by, like, making, like... I mean, yeah. for Amuro it was, like, a, a pyramid, but for this, it's just, like, you need three of them. And it, like, you know, if you draw a line yeah. between the three... It's, like, a
2: circular of, area. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but Milliardo eventually surrendered. He's, like, all right, I'm not going to do this right now. And he introduces himself as Milliardo Peacecraft. He's a goodwill ambassador from Earth. Well... Mm. <laughs>
2: so that's that's the thing is uh he realizes like mid-fight that they're just they're just taking out the tauruses like they don't seem to care about him at all and he's like oh there's only two people i know who would be like this capable and he's like ah okay it's it's these kids again and uh he stops the tall geese opens the cockpit steps out uh troa pulls up in the V8 opens the cockpit points a gun at him and he's like zex Marquis, you're an enemy of oz and it's the one time anyone calls him zex to his face there are a couple other times where people call him that in the background but that's the one time we're allowed to say mm. it <laughs> and then Hi- hero pulls up like on the shoulder of the tall geese also pointing a gun yep. at milliard
1: um and then after this we cut to another narration uh this is some fucking bullshit about how people in space pull themselves up by their bootstraps like i don't give a shit about any of this
2: Sorry, I, I really think it's supposed to, like, try and highlight that the people of space are all working class. Uh, like, the, the people who started living in space, like, the first generation colonists and especially, like, the second generation colonists, all of them are technicians and laborers. Like, bas- like all of them are. Um, and they are literally trying all to, together, improve society. And the winners... The Winner family came in and supported this financially. Uh, and they have also continued to be an advocate fighting for colony rights through pacifism. That's basically the whole deal. Yeah. And then we meet Daddy yeah. Winner.
1: I love that, like, clearly the fucking like white shirt and a vest over it is like the Winner family fashion here. Yeah. Oh, of
0: course. It's hey, so why, good. Why I also dress, dress, dress exactly like that. my
1: father. <laughs>
2: <sighs> um he's so fucking mad too and this is this is where we find out that the the doctor's name is iraia and she's actually katra's sister how does he not know this Uh, and he just we do hear we do hear why in their conversation later so after uh after katra's dad scolds him uh he's like oz is obviously bad but uh i think one of the things he says is like violence will only cause more problems in the future. Mm-hmm. And then we get Katra and Area on their own. And he says to her specifically, he's like, why didn't you tell me you were my sister? And she's like, oh, well, like, you know, I wanted to keep it to myself for a little bit. Uh, but like Katra's like, oh, all of my sisters were supposed to be stationed on. Sorry. All of my sisters were supposed to be stationed on like other colonies mm-hmm. and other like stations and all this stuff, like basically working as conduits of the family and she just happened to be back here for the time
1: <laughs> um yeah and, and like she, she she mentions how um you know your father still misses you um oh i'm sorry we, i'm skipping mm-hmm. a little bit um so yeah cotter's at home now um and like yeah his father's piss as hell uh ideology 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 we get the reveal that iria is his sister um and yeah this is when she says oh by the way like you know your father might be pissed as hell but like he's still rooting for you and we are too like he like i guess yeah. like you know deep down his father knows that like katra doing direct action here and knows that like he can do what
0: yeah he, katra can, yeah, like, do he what can hold he his ideology they, as close to his heart as he can't wants to but like mm-hmm. katra's doing good regardless yeah. of how mm-hmm. he feels yeah
2: and when Katra and Araya split off on their own, they end up going to visit the hangar that uh, Sandrock was assembled in. We learned that they actually took in, I think they called him Instructor, Instructor H. Instructor H. Yeah, so uh, each,
1: each Gundam engineer has a different title, which is cute.
2: Right um they they brought him in and he ended up building the gundam and mr winner was like i don't want to use this and katra was basically like oh well if you know if you won't i will and got in and took it over and they do this shot where they uh superimpose like the old shot with the hanger with sandrock in it and then it's empty and katra's like i'm sorry if i'm being sentimental i think i i think i miss my friend the sandrock and it's very oh, sad
0: he's doing his best
2: uh, <laughs> But Katra says he wants to build like another Gundam like the original design for the Gundam. Um and Araya's like, Well, you know, did you see the public execution of the death site, like of that one Gundam on TV? Uh like, you know, it was it was kind of a big deal. And then somehow it gets brought up, um Katra says the line, uh, I wasn't fighting so my deeds would be recognized yes, by the people. It's good.
1: He's like he knows that he's fighting Ooh, for the good greater good here, line. instead of like his own personal game.
2: Mm-hmm. This this family moment has got to be like one of the most grounding things. This that is we've my favorite scene in
1: Gundam Wing so far.
2: <laughs> it's so fucking good. Where
1: Ira just, like goes uh, from he, behind and hugs go, him.
2: Yeah, it's like she's like telling him not to cry, and she's like, all of all of us love you very much. Don't forget that. Oh,
1: it's so cute. So fucking good. It's so cute. I love it. Um,
2: and then. Then we get a, a crowd booing and jeering outside of just a building, and it looks official.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, Winner is giving a speech to the colony higher-ups here. Um, he's, like, asking them all why they're going to go ahead with military development. We get the idea that, like, he is, like—I feel like Winner's, like, the fucking—like, the guy bankrolling most of the colonies— like,
0: he yeah, seems they, rich they specifically say that actually, like there wouldn't be the colonies if it wasn't for their fortune. Um, he's the one his, who got them his off family, the ground.
2: Absolutely, his family wanted to help expand in space, and so like essentially funded everything that was necessary, all of the tools, all of the development. They're kind of like signing the paychecks in a way, mm-hmm. indirectly. Like
0: they own a lot or most of the resource satellites that they yeah. that like give away or like rent out at like stupid cheap for the colonies to (laughs) utilize and get resources. Oh my
2: God. Yeah. We, we hear directly from like Mr. Winner himself that they have basically given like, obviously they're financially contributing, contributing Jesus uh, (laughs) to like the success of humanity as a whole, but they've been doing it with practically no like monetary gain as a result. Or at least that's what's implied.
0: Absolutely, right.
1: yeah. And like, dis- despite this, they're like, uh, "No, we want it all, actually." And yeah, sorry, we mm-hmm. can't let you
0: be a dictator anymore. And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It I think this scene contains so politics.
2: <laughs> there's there's a, a vote basically to like get Mister Winner out of power, and Oz gains jurisdiction over the satellite. Mm-hmm. That is a um, unanimous and- vote. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Winner's like, Okay, it's my satellite. Fuck you. And and like literally detaches the resource satellite from the colony it's attached to. Yeah. And uh, like and as it starts to float away, Oz is like, Oh, you're a terrorist. You should be yeah, destroyed. Th- this is a lot, right? Cause Cause like it's a
0: very quick jump too, right? So like yeah. Oz is immediately mm-hmm. goes from, Oh, we're really peaceful to, Okay, I guess we kill this man now. Yeah. Which this is, is like
2: this taking is my fucking mind.
0: Yeah. So so he's taking his ball and going home, essentially. And their response is murder him.
2: No, not only that. Their response is they're going to pop the ball so that no one can play with it. And then they're going to kill him, too.
0: Now nobody gets a fucking satellite.
2: (laughs) Oz is so fucking stupid for this one.
1: I mean, part of Uh, me thinks... What what I think is that by disconnecting the research satellite and having it float into space, you're not going to be able to retrieve it like because it's just a fucking rock right it didn't maybe they have propulsion on it but like it's expensive to move things around in space so part of me thinks that like they know they wouldn't be able to retrieve it and they're just gonna blow it up to send a message Mm -hmm. but at the same time it makes them look like complete fucking idiots where it's like yes we voted to take this oh you're gonna take it okay i just we're gonna kill it then we're gonna
2: what do you want about we're gonna get the resources and distribute it to the people But instead of that, actually, we're going to destroy the resources. Fuck all of you.
1: Yeah, like, nobody looks like the good guy here. Like, there's definitely Uh, an argument to be made. There's definitely an argument to be made of Winner taking the resource and, like, disrupting Oz's supply chain. And it's like, you know, hard. He's
2: He's trying to do what he thinks is the right thing by making sure Oz doesn't get these resources to continue building literal weapons of Mm -hmm. literal mass destruction uh and he ends up taking it fully away from them because they're so stupid they do just blow it up yeah and not before all while yeah all of this is going on yeah iraia and katra get on a little shuttle because they're they're like we need to fly out there we need to get our father we need to talk him down from this or if not talk him down from this at least get him on board and safely out of here Mm -hmm. they effectively fly into the line of fire from the colony Mm -hmm. And Mr. Winner basically just is like, Katra, I, I do think you're doing the right thing. Uh, I just think there's a different way you could do mm-hmm. it. And we get the iconic Katra line from all the Gundam Wing promos where Brad Swill yells, Father! Yeah, he's like and fucking and...
1: melted, essentially. They fire a trillion guns at him. Yeah. Uh, satellite's gone. And like
2: the, the force of the explosion, yeah, it, it sends Katra and Araya like flying backwards. And Araya... Don't ask me how she does it, but she manages to get behind Katra and, like, soften his blow, but she gets hurt mm. in the process. Yeah, she, like,
1: fucking cracks her ribs or something. It's not clear.
2: Yeah, it kind of seems like she dies. <laughs>
0: that's, so yeah, I, I, it got real <sighs> quiet and real slow, and that's what it made it seem like.
2: And she stopped talking and closed her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and Katra is like Katra's holding immediately her corpse. Like, yeah, like he's he's so fucking angry too. Like, we have not really seen Katra like this. And he I think he says something like, Oh, the people of the colonies don't understand, and I'm gonna show them I like they're gonna remember this. And then he does a fucking he joker does laugh. A joker. It's
1: so fucking funny. I said I my notes say, Let's go, little man.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Really doing his best. He is the
1: Joker now.
0: Buddy. I'm so
1: proud of him. And like, it, it's not enough the episode to end on that. We do get a tiny little scene of the toggis being taken in. Milliarder just kind of comments on how he likes the quiet of outer space.
0: Thanks, buddy. Thanks.
2: Does he say it's that like he I... likes it? Because I feel like in the English version, he's just like, it's weird how quiet it is in outer oh. space.
1: Maybe. Uh, hold on. I don't know. I don't know what he says, but like yeah, it's, he comments on the quiet space at least. M- maybe I just misread. Um, but that's the episodes <laughs> shit happened. Cool. Operation Thanks, Meteor Cow 0. <laughs> 0 fucking <laughs> Hey, I think dude. that that boat has sailed. Yeah, do an appropriate no, number no, of fine. push-ups for however much you want to do is the homework for this week.
2: Do a number of push-ups for every time we called him Zex this episode. <laughs>
1: It's probably not that many. I
0: think do we did pretty good. Number, I don't know. pretty good.
1: I'm sure I'll miss some in editing, or maybe just won't do it at all again. It's up to me. I'm the captain of this boat. i right, right. Got a
2: hard <sighs> out in ten minutes.
0: Oh God. Okay. Let's go. All right. Do we want to
1: skip a, a bit and just like do the end of them?
0: I think that might be smarter. Yeah, we'll do no, that next I, week.
2: Um, I can do huh? a quick. I can do a Beyond Tune World. It'll be quick. All right. There there yeah. let's we... go. Fuck it up. All right. Beyond Tune World. You're gonna love oh. this, trust me. Beyond Toon World. <laughs> You're going to love this. Trust me. World. Tune- uh, so Scott Scott McNeil, the voice of Duo Maxwell. He's Flam in basically all My Little Pony stuff. Uh hey? I don't really know who that is. He's represented as a human in most things that I've seen. Uh his main thing that I know him from other than Duo, he's actually Koga from Inuyasha. He's the fun fox boy who has a crush on Kagome. There's so many Inuyashas. Uh, so, he's also Daryl Dodge, who's like one of the only black characters in Gundam 00. Oh. He's also the voice of main antagonist Ali Al-Saches from Gundam 00 who plays opposite Brad Swales That's not F. It's so good. He's in Gundam Dynasty Wars at Warriors as Duo Maxwell, but some people might also know him as Jim Gingham from uh, Turn A.
1: Oh, it's funny. He's Jim Gingham in, from Turn A is also voiced by Dio in the in the sub.
2: That fucking rules. <laughs> uh, he's in the League of Super Evil. If anyone remembers that show from 2009, as Voltar and roughly like two dozen other characters uh he's grumpy bear in most care bears media in full metal alchemist 2005 metal alchemist. and in Conquerors of shambhala he is hohenheim oh my God. <laughs> yeah uh he's uh Umata emma and seiren and glasgow i oh Una, sorry unato emma seiren that's one name and glasgow in gundam seed destiny he's also a couple captains in just seed uh He's, he's, uh, he's Bomonga and Kitangu in Bionicle oh, the Oh, fuck yeah, I love Kitangu. He's Count Max and Scully Pettibone from Scary Godmother. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what the fuck? He's, he, he's Mr. White, Zizrar, and Bumper from Johnny Mr. Test. Mr. White
1: from Breaking Bad? He's,
2: he's Dr. Wily from Mega Man. What? Huh? <gasps> What the fuck? He's Wolverine in X Men Evolutions. Hey, bub. He's Rat Trap, Dinobot, and Waspinator in most Transformers Beast Wars media. And he's Ken and Blanca in the Street Fighter TV show, but more importantly, in Dragon Ball (gasps) Z 1996. (gasps) He's Piccolo, Majin Buu, King Kai, Old Supreme Kai, Android 16, and Dabura. Jesus! (laughs) That's like every uh, 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 cool character. He's, yeah, he's so many different characters. It's so fucking. He has good. the range. It seems he's, he's on. He's on a lot of other stuff. There's a bunch of like smaller credits from like Lego Ninjago and all mm-hmm. those, but those are the ones I thought that were the most rules. important.
1: Holy moly! <laughs> Damn, thank you, really, Scott Really, really
2: interesting dude to look into his voice career.
1: Yeah, that, oof, I love when they're just like fucking loaded like that.
2: He's just a That's... weird cowboy man who does a silly voice. Good. All right. All right. Oh Fuck yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Scott McNeil. Thank you, Jared. Very nice. I'm uh, saluting, yeah. I'm saluting. Uh, plugs real quick. Let's run through them. Then we got one more thing.
2: Uh two two one go. Uh, I'm Jared, or Jay. You can find me at Pagliacci Protege on Twitter and also on Discord. Uh, hire me for voice work, please. I just landed a contract with an arts council, so yeah. uh, Ooh. that's cool.
0: <laughs> I've been Julia. You can find me on Twitter at The Crown Jewels, J-U-L-E-S, followed by two underscores,
1: I'm Max Gillian on Twitter, and my podcasts are linked in the show notes. Yu Gi Oh and Slappers; those are the two of them. Um, whose turn is it for a of the week? Is it Julia's turn?
2: Oh,
0: I think it might be. Uh,
2: uh I mean, no, Julia opened the previous episode, fuck. so I think oh. it's me. But What's I want it. Of the week? Uh-huh. I stay winning. Uh, Genos <laughs> you, you, from you One Punch winner, Man. You
0: stay winner. Quatra. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one too. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's Genos from uh, One Punch Man for sure.
1: I like him. He's cool. He's blonde and has scary eyes. He's, he Sexy. has jets <laughs>
0: in his shoulders. That's pretty fucking rad.
2: He's nice. I like he's him. He's literally hot. <laughs> hot. Oh,
0: no. He's hot. Oh, no. He's hot.
1: <sighs> well, that will do it. Uh, all thank right. You all stay for bold and
2: brash, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, as Got we it.
1: always say to close us out, uh, war is bad.
0: Wow. Wow. Cool robot! robot. (laughs) We're never gonna get it! Peach!
2: Seki hot, love, love, (laughs) Tenkyoken! Goodbye. Fuck.